Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hey guys, I hope that you guys are doing amazing wherever you're around the world. My name is Wim Shaka and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm so grateful that you guys are listening, subscribing and commenting. I appreciate the support, of course. And if you're interested in supporting me further, you can do that by going to my Ko-fi link. The link is in the description below. I wanted to speak to you guys in this video about the difference between INFJs and INTJs. I've spoken about my sister a lot. She's one of my best friends in the world. She's, I'm very close to her. I'm close to my family in general, but my sister and brother are precious beings to me. I will fight to the death for them. And my sister, um, <coughs> she's an INTJ, and that's the reason I talk about her a lot, because INTJs and INFJs, even though we are very similar in our intuition and things like that, we process the world and we move through the world in such different ways. I mean, I really noticed this when I hang out with my sister. I do live in Thailand, obviously, as you guys know, and she lives in Toronto. So we meet once a year for maybe two, three weeks. Uh, but we obviously spent a lot of time together when I was living at home in the past. And one of the main things that I noticed about her and the difference between us is that most people think and this is very common in our family or in our relationships, like in the people around us. Most people think that I am the nice one and I'm the angelic one. I am the one who is uh, kind and generous and, and all that. And they think of my sister as a rude one, as a cold one, as the one who's the B-I-T-C-H. I hope that's allowed. <laughs> anyway, she, the, they think of her as the one who you know, they need to stay away from and me as the one who's a nice one. It's so funny, though, because obviously it's absolutely the opposite. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm a complete horrible person. Actually, sometimes I am. I really am. And so a lot of times, you know, I'll be, I'll be talking to a person and they gravitate towards us as an INFJ because we look nice, perhaps. We have this weird aura that we go off. I have no idea what it is. If I could switch it off, I would. But the reality is, like, I'll be sitting next to my sister and people will come to me to ask questions. Random strangers will come to me to ask directions. Or, or if we're in a car with the driver, the driver will talk to me rather than her. And I think to myself, you're picking on the wrong person. <laughs> well, that's okay. Um, and eventually, you know, I'll get tired of them or some, they'll do something stupid and I will um, be rude to them. And they always are in shock because they don't expect that of me. Whereas my sister, who's actually the nice one, she's the angelic one, really. And that's what it is. INTs come across as cold people. I'm sorry about the play in the background. 
they come across as cold and unemotional and a lot of times they are thinkers so they are but they're actually much much nicer than INFJs actually and that's the surprising thing to most people because we will lash out like a wiper and, or like a, like a hulk right and we'll, if we get into a bad mood or if we're tired or hangry and people are like wow I didn't expect this from you I thought you were Bambi but you turned out to be a crazy person but my sister, she's always nice. I mean, yes, she's cold at first because she's very much an introvert, much more so. So INTJs are much more introverted than INFJs, much, much more so. Like my sister could spend hours and days and months on her own doing her thing, building her Excel sheets, reading her books, doing whatever she's doing, whatever she's doing at the time. And for me, I don't think I could last that long. Now, of course, I'm more extroverted than most INFJs, so perhaps that's the case, but INTJs in general are more introverted than INFJs for sure. That is absolutely the case. They also spend a lot more time on their own. Also, because they come across as cold and rude, even though they try not to, and my sister's always like, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to come across like this, but just it's just the aura that they put out. I have no idea why. And for us, it's just the aura that we put out is that we come across as nice Bambis or angelic people that we're not really like that, right? Like, I mean, I've had so many situations where, for example, we were in Morocco together, my sister and I, and our driver was taking us somewhere and she was, she was kind of similar to my age, so I was talking to her and then I realized she was a complete... I hate, I hate saying this, but she was not that smart and also she was being... She was just being... Anyways, she was doing things that was level really irritating the hell out of me. Irritating me, sorry, uh, about the blasphemy. Um, so irritating me, and I just kind of lashed out at her. And she didn't expect it, and she just looked at me with horror in her eyes and face. And my sister afterwards was like, she's like, you always do this. You always are very nice to them in the beginning. because, And they assume that you're nice, and they come to you, and I, <laughs> they don't come to me. And then you lash out at them because you get irritated or tired or hungry. And then they always come to me after, surprised and looking for solace or looking for comfort. And it just happens all the time. It's just so terribly funny. It's just sad but funny, right? The sad thing is that I wish that people saw that INTJs are actually really good people and kind and generous, especially loyal to the people that they love. My sister, she's so, so, so loyal to the people she loves that she will do anything for them. She'll stay awake for days on end for them. Even though she's an introvert, she will do whatever they want. She is very, very loyal. And she's a really good friend, a really good sister, very good family member. In general, they're good people. They are introverts, yes, and they are thinkers. And so they don't have a hard time telling you that you are being um, not right or you're, not, you're being dumb or you're, being, you're not doing the right thing. And so they will, they'll be very straightforward with it and honest, especially if they trust you. And I appreciate that now. In the beginning, when I was first learning about myself and hanging out with my sister, it was really hard and harsh for me to hear her words because it would just come across as criticism and I was not good at taking criticism back then. And so I would just think that she's being rude and she's being mean and I would just run away from her. And that really hurt her because it's an INTJ. They're just trying to help by giving us harsh feedback. But they think that's very helpful to be like, all right, yeah, you're doing this wrong do it this way and for them it's like perfect great I've given you great advice you can use it and improve your life and for us uh, because if we're not used to being are used to being criticized in that way which I was not I would really get upset about it and I'd run away and then she would feel upset because she's like well I just trying to help and I just want I just want to love you and this is the way I show my love now of course when she's harsh with me I just I'm, I just shrug it off and I'm like all right cool I'm gonna 
if she if she says it, it's probably true because INTJs think about things a billion times more than an INFJ does, which is saying a lot because we think about things a lot, a lot, a lot, right? So that's another thing about INTJs. They're good people and they're kind. And actually, I would think that there's a lot of INFJs in the community, well, a bunch, who are actually dating INTJs who, who love being with an INTJ. Um, I think that's one of the main ones that I noticed in a lot of the long-term relationships that are out there with INFJs that message me on a regular basis. So, of course, that's one thing that you guys have to notice. Of course, you have to get over that first shield that they put up. Their shield and wall is much thicker and much bigger than ours. Also, they're, they come across as cold at first, and um, because they're more introverted, it's hard to get them out of their shell um, and things like that. So there's, it's it's uphill battle. It's hard enough for us to date someone. It's hard enough for them. It's harder for them to date someone, much harder than it is for us. And therefore, a lot of INTJs are they end up being alone and lonely. Um, also, because they're extremely, extremely smart. Um, I know that I am smart-ish. I'm average, I would say. Not that, not as smart as my sister for sure. And once they have a goal, and once they have a thing in their mind, it's very hard for them to build a goal, but once they have it, they'll just work on it like mad people. They'll just do it, and they'll work on it so hard, harder than anyone else I know. And that's the way my sister is. She has a goal in her mind, and she just worked on it by herself, alone, doing it on her own. Even from when she was a very young child, I remember that when she had an idea in her head, she would just work on it like a crazy person. It was great to notice her and to see her grow like that. Um, my sister's a lawyer, and of course, she's very smart, and she loves taxes, and she's a tax lawyer, which is, for me, I'm looking at her, I'm like, my God, how do you get interested in that? But she's extremely interested in it. But she became a lawyer, despite the fact that she, we have no lawyers in our house. Um, she fought every step of the way for it. She worked really hard to get into a university for it, to law, into law school. She worked really hard to pass the bar exam, and she did all of it on her own because she had an idea in her head that she wanted to become a lawyer because that's her thing. That's what she wanted to do. No one helped her. Not, not, no one in her family even knew how to help her, and she just did it on her own, and that's what INTJs do. They're really good at lashing on to something and making it happen because they're smart. They're extremely intelligent people. Their IQ is probably higher than anyone else that you know, and because of the fact that they're so smart, it's also isolating for them. They're very isolated beings, and that's one of the reasons why I feel empathy for my sister. I love her to death, and I am there for her as much as I can, but it's very hard for me to be there, her, there for her all the time because she's very introverted. So she pulls back, and she has walls. Even around me, she has walls, even though we've known each other for 30 years or more. And so I try as much as possible to message her every day, to let her know that I'm thinking about her, to let her know that I'm there for her and things like that. But I know that as an INTJ, they do really have this tendency to isolate themselves because they're so smart and everyone seems dumb around them. And they're just like, oh my God, I can't handle humanity. They're, so, they're just not at my level. And also um, they have high standards in terms of loyalty and other different standards that if people don't meet them, they will cut them off right away. Not door slam like us, but they just won't talk to them anymore. The things like that. And so those are a few major differences that I notice between INTJs and INFJs. I do love my INTJs in my life. I have very few of them, actually. But the ones I do, I really love them. And I'm really grateful that I, my sister's an INTJ. I learn a lot from her. She teaches me a lot. She's very becoming more and more conscious and more and more aware. And to notice her come up with interesting insights on people and things. It's fascinating. I love having conversations with her. It's really, really, they're really smart and make me feel smarter too. 
So if you do have an INTJ in your life, just remember that it's very easy for them to become isolated, even more so than an INFJ. So it is kind of our responsibility, because we are the feelers and empaths, to check in on them as much as possible. Checking on them at least once a week, if not more, because yes, they do get lonely, even though they might not realize it, they do. And it's very easy for them to just hide away in a corner and it's our responsibility to pull them back into the world, at least momentarily, okay? Uh, and that's also how one of the things you show love to them is by checking in on them. So I hope this makes sense. Um, if you have an INTJ in your life, I'm, I'm happy for you. They're great people. And if you guys have any further questions on this, please do comment below. I shall see you guys. Actually, yeah, if you want to support me further, you can do that by going to my Ko-fi link, kofi.com slash boomshaka. And I shall see you guys in the next video. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.